Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in the Ivy League, a look inside the ancient eight teams in the Ivy League and their upcoming games with all of the stats, trends, and analysis that you want to hear. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in the Ivy League. And what an incredible year we are facing here in the Ivy League. We have a three-way tie for first place in the Ivies. Everybody but Columbia is within three games of first place. Everyone right now is still in playoff contention. We'll get into all of that with only two games remaining on the Ivy League schedule, one this weekend and one next week. Wow, this is going to get good really fast, and this show is going to get good really fast. Guys, check me out at TomBartonSports.com. Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter at TomBartonSportsGmail.com is how you get in touch with me. Tom Barton Sports, I can always use your help. Tom Barton Sports over on YouTube as well. Well, guys, yeah, I mean, here it is. Yale, Princeton, and Penn are all knotted up at 8-4 and four at the top of the conference. People have already kind of written Yale in, but look, it is a three-way tie on the top of the conference. Cornell and Brown are two games back in a virtual tie battling for that last spot. But do not count out Dartmouth or Harvard, who still, even at 5-7, and seven, have a chance to sneak into the field of four. Some things to look at when we're looking at the standings here. Yale, absolutely dominant at home at 9-1 and one overall this year. Dartmouth can't seem to buy a win away from Dartmouth at 3-10. and 10. Although Harvard is still in the race here, it's not because they don't win on the road where they're 8-5. and five. They're actually 5-6 and six at home. Not a good situation. Cornell does well at home at 10-2. and two. Princeton does well at home at 9-3. and three. And Penn has 10 wins at home. It's the under 500 records, right? Cornell 6-7. Brown 6-8. Dartmouth 3-10. Columbia, obviously, 1-12. Penn, 6-7 on the road. It's whoever is able to kind of win on the road. Now, Penn has been the hot team. They have won seven games in a row, and maybe the hottest team going into the playoffs could be the team that wins it all. So let's take a look at what happened last week, and then we'll preview this week's game. We'll go back to Friday night. We knew it was going to be high-scoring, Took a little overtime, but Cornell did knock off Dartmouth. I've been telling you guys all year, Dartmouth and Brown are both very tough outs. They were tough teams. No one's really talking about, well, this was a game Cornell was supposed to win. This was a game that Cornell was supposed to score a lot of points. This was Cornell that they did it, and they needed, though, a 15-3 to overtime. Look, Cornell knew they had to win this game. They had to keep themselves in contention. They win this game 95-83. The Cornell, look, look, the Cornell defense is always going to be a problem, okay? They're always going to be a problem. But you got to give them a lot of credit here. For the one time this year defensively, they needed them to step up, and they absolutely did, shutting Dartmouth down to three points. Now, scoring 15 in overtime is great, but shutting Dartmouth down to three points in overtime, that is the difference maker here. 
Penn wins a massive game. You look at all the bracketology and all these guys, every bracketology that you see, they're putting Yale ahead. They're putting Yale in first. They're putting Yale into the bracket. Well, Penn had something to say about that at the Palestra. They go out and they win 66-64, to a battle all the way through, a tight game up and down. Yale didn't perform poorly here. This was just a matter of Penn getting that win, getting it at home, and eking out just enough. Harvard over Columbia. This is a game I gave to my uh, TomBartonSports.com members. I, I Look, I liked Harvard here. I just bet against Columbia pretty much every game. That, that had been the story. Harvard came in at less than double-digit favorite. They win 83-65, to 65, going away a 46-point first half where they absolutely crushed them. And then they didn't take their foot off in the second half. Led them 15 points, nine rebounds, three blocks, had a nice big game. It's in Columbia, okay? Uh, Columbia is a team that everybody's running all over. I get it, but Harvard needed this win. It was the bounce-back win after having a, a rough stretch of games, a very rough stretch of games. But Harvard kind of keeps their head above water here. Princeton, Brown, Princeton gets the win. Nice, even game for them. Nice, easy win for them, 78-67 against Brown. In what could have been... A, a tough spot. You know, Brown is that team. They could give you nightmares here and there. Now, the next night, Dartmouth takes on Columbia. I thought that there was no chance Columbia was going to win this game. I thought Columbia had given up the season. Well, I was wrong. They put up 40 points in the first half. They win 71-65 at home, salvaging a little piece of respect here. And you look at, uh, uh, you know, the Dartmouth uh, the green here, ah, you know, this this green team, I thought they could be dangerous. I did. And then look, they're not out of it. Like I said, they still have a chance. But this is this is a game you can't lose. Think about it like this. If they were to win this game, they're in a three-way tie for that final spot instead of being out, which means Harvard and Dartmouth need some help. That's a problem. Now, Harvard helped their cause. They went into Columbia and won 73-56. Holding Cornell to 22 second-half points and holding Cornell to 56 total points, what an astonishing game. Now, look, you know that Cornell's going to have all their problems, right? But Ledlam scores 35, 13, and 6, maybe the performance of the year overall. What an incredible line. Harvard saves their season this weekend by going into Cornell. Penn comes back. They are red hot. We talked to you about them being red hot. 90-point win 90 to 69 over Brown at home. That game, another one of those, wow, here we go. Penn might be the best team in this conference type of games. And then the big matchup, the the, the battle of battles actually went into overtime. Yale took on Princeton. Yale gets the win in Princeton, 93 to 83. It was tied in overtime. Yale scored 23 points to 13. To take the 10-point lead, look, a 10-point victory, I should say. Yale wants to establish themselves as the best team in this conference. Princeton is having a very hard time allowing that to happen. They are battling, fighting, clawing their way to say, no, you're not the best team in the conference. We still are. We still can be. And that was a battle uh, right down to it. I mean, that, that you could argue that was the best game of the year in the Ivy Leagues when you consider all that was involved and, and the emotions and the time of the season and everything else. And I, I would argue that. So the Ivy Leagues basically have two games left, right? One game this weekend, one game next weekend. Let's look at this weekend's card. 
I just talked about Harvard and Princeton, right? I just talked about Princeton being able to save their season, or Harvard saving their season, and Princeton trying to establish that they are the best team in the league. They're going to be battling it out in Cambridge. What an incredible way for Harvard to try to get back into this. Look, if you want to be a contender, right? If you want to be in the playoff, first of all, you have to win this game. But go out there and beat the, the team that, for most of the year, has been the team that everyone's aiming for, and that's Princeton. And Princeton can get, can get themselves into a position where they guarantee themselves a playoff spot. If not, right now, they pretty much already have, right? So maybe their focus is sort of on the postseason, but I don't think so. Not in Cambridge, not against Harvard, not in a spot like this. It doesn't seem like there's a, an overlook factor for any of these Ivy League teams. No, no, not this year. Not when everything's so close. This is a must win for Harvard. I mean, that's it. This is Harvard's season. Now, they might win their last two games and still not might, might, not might not make it, but you could make it, and winning against Princeton at home really does change things for this Harvard team. Uh, you have to look at this and go, I don't know. Harvard's a Jekyll and Hyde team this year. You look at the Crimson and what they've done, and we've gone over this and extensively gone over this, um, how they are that up-and-down team. And not only just wins and losses, which you, you can see, you know, you go all the way back, uh, you know, to when they uh, they face Loyola Chicago. Win, uh, and I'm going to go down the schedule here because uh, just to show you how, how ridiculous they are, a win and loss kind of team. Win against Loyola Chicago, loss. Win against Holy Cross, loss next week. Win against Tufts, loss against Howard. Win against Irving, loss against Kansas. Win against Maine, loss against Princeton. Win against Brown, loss against Yale. Win against Columbia, loss against Dartmouth. Win against Cornell, loss against Penn. <laughs> then they go into a four-game losing streak, followed by a two-game winning streak. But you can see, I mean, literally for like two months, it was it was back and forth, uh, one and the other. But I'm not just talking about wins and losses. Harvard's a team that, you know, you go out there, you, you allow 80 to Penn, and you score 83 against Columbia. You allow 83 to Penn, and you score 95 against Cornell. You allow, you know, you hold Dartmouth to 60 and you hold Yale to 57 and then you allow Penn to score 80 and Cornell to score 89. I mean, you know, they are not dictating pace. They're a team that is up and down, but they went through a bad streak. Maybe this is that four-game winning streak that could uh, kind of cancel out that four-game losing streak. I don't know if Harvard gets back into this thing, but I'm massively encouraged from what I saw last weekend. Princeton is a tough Tough draw here. So I'm looking at Harvard and, and I'll preview the next, you know, two games only because um, you know, I, I want to look ahead a little bit, even though we'll have a show next week. Princeton and then at Dartmouth. Look, it's no, it's no layup to go to Dartmouth, right? Um, especially since this team lost by one point at home to Dartmouth. I think if they beat Princeton, they win that last game at Dartmouth and they give themselves a shot. I think if they beat Princeton this weekend. They give themselves a shot. If they lose, obviously, they're out, and that's the end of that. Speaking of Dartmouth, right, they are in the same boat as Harvard. You've got to win your last two games. You've got to give yourself a chance to maybe fight for that last playoff spot. They have been you know, kind of up and down here. They've lost four of their last five. It's not looking good. Their defense allowed 95 to Cornell, 72, 73, even 71 to Columbia. Even in their win, 76, their defense just hasn't been there. Now they have to take on at Penn and then Harvard. Look, I, I think that Dartmouth is a nice story. They put together a fight this year. They were a team that you looked at and you said, yeah, you know, look, they're no easy out. 
I don't see them winning either one of these last two games. Penn is just too red hot. Penn is looking like the best team in this conference right now. Penn is absolutely on fire. And I don't think you're going, if this was at home, maybe, but I don't think you're going into Penn and winning that game. Uh, you know, this is a team that's won seven games in a row. And they're winning in different styles. You hold the L to 64. You scored 90 on Brown, 80 on Harvard, 92 on Cornell, right? Your defense is working. Your offense is working. They're winning even at a conference. They beat up on Hartford uh, by 24 points. This is a team that everything is working right now for. I don't see them losing at home in any way, shape, or form. Dartmouth would need an, just a ridiculous type of performance to have me convinced that that could be that, that kind of game. So I think Penn pretty much punches their ticket this weekend. I think Dartmouth is eliminated. Harvard, oh, man. I mean, they're going to be catching a bunch of points, and they should, but they are at home. They have been playing better. That's going to be a tough game to decide. Brown against Columbia. I don't know how Columbia won that last game. I have no idea how, but I don't think that they win this game against Brown. Brown is that dangerous team. They have, you know, a specific player that we've spoken about many times that can do a lot of damage here. Now, I know they've lost two in a row, but both of those two games were on the road, and they were against Penn and Princeton, two of the leading three teams in this conference, right? When they last took on Columbia, they put up 97 points. Yeah, Columbia put up 85, but it was a 12-point win at home. They put up 97 and destroyed Columbia. I expect another offensive explosion here for Brown. I don't think Columbia wins two games in a row here. They had their kind of spot. They had their shot. They had their nice game last weekend. Brown goes in. They should win. They should win big, and they should absolutely run up the score. Speaking of running up the score, Yale Cornell. Here it is. I mean, uh, you know, Cornell for a while here, we thought was a player in this league. For a while, we thought they could be the best team. They could win this conference. Well, those hopes are pretty much dashed, but Cornell still wants to get into the field. They still want to get in. Their defense has got to do something. I mean, this defense is god-awful, guys. You know, you look at the Cornell defense, and you're looking at a really, really bad situation. Now, they lost four or five because their defense is really bad. And you can tell me, well, look, against Harvard, they only allowed them 73, but it was a different game. Harvard controlled the pace. Uh, you know, they let up 83 to Dartmouth in a win, 80 to Brown, 92 to Penn, 89 to Princeton, 95 to Harvard before that. This is a team that just cannot play defense. And I look at Yale, uh, and I don't know if Yale is the elite team that a lot of people around the country want to believe that they are, but they have won seven of the last eight games, right? They put up 93 against Princeton and 99 against Columbia. Yeah, I think their offense absolutely comes to play here. They put up 82 and a 94-82 loss last time. Here's another over, uh, you know, that, that you're going to have to set it at like 160. I think Yale gets close to 80, 85 points. Maybe they threaten 90 here. I don't know if Cornell's going to be able to keep pace. So, I mean, that that's where we sit in the Ivy Leagues as of right now. We have a real interesting week coming up when you're looking at these teams. I think Yale wins. The game looks like it's going to be a very high-scoring game. Team total, Yale uh, should should literally be well into the 80s. That'll be interesting. Brown, I think, upsets Columbia or, or beats Columbia. I don't see an upset happening there. Brown stays alive, stays alive in this race. Penn should beat Dartmouth on their home court, eliminating Dartmouth from the playoff contention. And Princeton-Harvard, I think it's a toss-up. You know, I, I do. I think it's a toss-up. If Princeton, look, if Princeton and, and um, if Princeton wins, they eliminate Harvard. Dartmouth could be eliminated this weekend. And we're still sitting there with Brown and Cornell battling it out for that last spot. It'll be Brown and Cornell battling it out for that last spot if everything goes to plan here. But wait a minute. 
If Cornell loses and Brown beats Columbia, Cornell loses at Yale, Brown beats Columbia, the team that we've been talking about all year long in Cornell, are they serious? Are they that team? Are they a team that we can count on? They could be on the outside looking in when we talk again next week. We talk about the final game before the playoff. We could be looking at Cornell on the outside looking in if everything goes to form what we're looking at this weekend. Should be an interesting weekend. I think there's going to be a lot of points in just about every single game. Separation weekend. Well, here it comes in the Ivy League. All right, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy how this is getting down to the nitty-gritty here in the Ivy Leagues. Have a good week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.